there, community, and welcome to the Providence Podcast. I'm Sister Leslie, and thanks for being here. Now, being here and connecting at God's Space can happen in lots of ways. You can come to a small group, you can help out with a service project, and we happen to have a couple of those on October 9th. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Go to our website, godspacecommunity.com, and sign up for our newsletter. We're also present on Spotify with this podcast and a bunch of playlists for your listening enjoyment. And we're on Apple Podcasts, too. Godspace is a ministry of the Sisters of Divine Providence, and you're always welcome to connect with us, too. So come and be welcome. And let's get started with our scripture reading and some reflection. A reading from Genesis. The Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a suitable partner for him. So the Lord God formed out of the ground various wild animals and various birds of the air, and he brought them to the man to see what he would call them. Whatever the man called each of them would be its name. The man gave names to all the cattle, all the birds of the air, and all wild animals, but none proved to be the suitable partner for the man. So the Lord God cast a deep sleep on the man, and while he was asleep, he took out one of his ribs and closed up its place with flesh. The Lord God then built up into a woman the rib that he had taken from the man. When he brought her to the man, the man said, This one at last is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. This one shall be called woman. For out of her man, this one has taken, has been taken. That is why a man leaves his father and mother and clings to his wife, and the two of them become one flesh. In our God Space small groups, when we share with Scripture, We reflect not on what the text means, but on what the text means to each of us in our lives right now. So we allow God to speak to our hearts through the reading and through our sharing too. And God always does. So when I take a look at and pray with this creation story from Genesis, it has something to say to me about God's love for humanity and how that love is expressed in our human relationships. I notice the equality among the genders created side from side to live side by side. And I feel like it affirms how marriage, when two people leave their families of origin and become a family of their own making, is sacred. Humans are not meant to be alone. We are made to be close to God 
and we're created to be close to creation. But that's not enough. We need each other. The pandemic has been hard on families and communities, probably for lots of reasons. But one of the biggest is that it separated and isolated us. So many people were alone and disconnected from their support systems. For some, it left them home alone and cut off from other people. But for others who were together, it meant that they suddenly had to be each other's entire support as work, school, parish, and other communities were disconnected. That's a lot of pressure. Yes, family is sacred, but families and individuals tend to connect together in larger communities. And the pandemic shut a lot of those communities down, at least at its beginning. From what I've heard, the pandemic has been hard on a lot of marriages. And I've seen how it has been hard on my own community. We're just not meant to be alone. We need each other. Early on in the pandemic, when I happened to be living by myself and disconnected from community, I spent a lot of time planting things and working in the garden. And it was life-giving and a good coping strategy, probably. But like Adam in the first garden, it wasn't enough. And I remember at that time, I had a conversation with another Godspace community member about how we were doing. And she also lived alone. She told me how it helped her to get out into nature to hike. And how every now and then she would stop and hug a tree just to put her arms around a living thing. And I kind of had two reactions. The first one was, wow, that's a good idea. And my second one was, is this what we've come to? And I think things like that did help. We do what we had to do to cope, right? But for me, the most meaningful things were the human interactions. Like when the two of us met and hiked together. And I also think of community prayer, even though it happened on Zoom. And I think of the sister who, even though she herself got stuck out of town during the shutdown, she called to check on me, and that meant so much. Creation does reveal God's presence, but it's not a suitable partner. Hugging a tree is nice, but it can't return an embrace like a person can. We need other people. Maybe that's partly why God chose to come and enter into the human experience as an actual human being. And our reading from the letter to the Hebrews speaks to this a little. So let's pause and reflect on that reading. A reading from Hebrews. Brothers and sisters, He for a little while was made lower than the angels, that by the grace of God he might taste death for everyone. 
for it was fitting that he for whom all and through him and through whom all things exist in bringing many children to glory should make the leader to their salvation perfect through suffering he who consecrates and those who are being consecrated all have one origin So the author of the letter to the Hebrews says that Christ, for a little while, was made lower than the angels. God willingly entered into human reality with all of its difficulty and suffering to be close to us. Why would God do that? It would be a lot easier to remain distant and just let creation play out as it does. And yet, God desires to be close with us. And I would say that it wasn't just for a little while, but for all time. Christ is still with and within each of us. So what do you make of all this? How do we allow Christ to enter in as Christ wants to? And how do we deepen our connections with each other, even though we're still negotiating the restrictions of the pandemic? Like my tree-hugging friend, many of us learned to cope with isolation and to meet our needs as best we could. And maybe that took some thoughtful reflection and prayer, and a little crying every now and then, and of course, getting close to nature, but we dealt with it. But what about people who don't have that capacity? What about people who were already lonely before the pandemic? People who don't have families to look out for them and communities to check on them. How do we as Christians respond to the pandemic of loneliness happening around us? I don't have an answer, but I do hear a call in the readings for this Sunday to care for each other. Some of us are worse off than others. But each of us is a vulnerable human in need of connection and relationship. When things are good, it's easy to feel self-sufficient, but that's not real. As Pope Francis writes in his book, Let Us Dream, A Path to a Better Future, we need a movement of people who know we need each other who have a sense of responsibility to others and to the world. We need to proclaim that being kind, having faith, and working for the common good are great life goals that need courage and vigor. Do we have that courage and vigor? I think we do. We need each other. And what happens to one of us affects all of us. And so, like Christ, who enters intimately into our lives and loves deeply and expansively, may we move toward each other in love and mutual compassion. It is not good for us to be alone.
are some reflection questions to help us continue to reflect on these readings. First of all, what touched you in the readings for this Sunday? When you feel lonely, how do you cope? How is God present to you when you're in need? What human connections and relationships are the most meaningful to you, especially right now? As you think about the people in your life, those close to you, and also those who might be more peripheral, who is in need of your care? Thanks for listening to the Providence Podcast. I hope you continue to connect with God's Space and, of course, the Sisters of Divine Providence of Kentucky as well. As you enter this week, may you notice all the ways that God cares for you. And may we all take good care of each other. Peace. Peace.